Hi, and welcome to the newest episode of On Purpose with Lane Sites. Hey, I'm Lane Sites, and it is my purpose to get you into purpose on purpose. Hey, leader, I want to share with you just a little tidbit of a, a leadership principle this week that I've been hearing prophetically that I need to share. I hear the Lord saying to you, this next door, you're going to have to go through the door head first. Somebody that's listening to me has been stuck. You've been delayed. And I believe that after I release this prophetic word over you, God is going to release you from that that has kept you and you're going to be unstuck. If you want a, re- a scripture reference, Acts 12, 1 through 16, make a note of that. Go back and study it out. In this portion of scripture, it places Peter and Rhoda around two doors. Also in this scripture, Herod is getting ready to behead Peter. I want to share something with you that will give you freedom. The enemy is not after your car leader. The enemy is not after your house. The enemy is after your head because the enemy knows that if he can get your mind, you will mess up everything else on your own. The reason God has not opened the door for you yet you've been praying for is because the battle is in your head. You've got to step through this next door leader head first. If you step into this new opportunity without a new mind, you'll take bricks from your past into your future and will ultimately build the same house you've been living in. And I've come to tell somebody who's listening to me today, the battle is in your head. That's why 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 6 says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that's your head that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. It's because the battle is in your head. This is why out of all the places that Jesus was ordained to be crucified, he was ordained to be crucified on a hill called Mount Calvary, which in Aramaic is Golgotha. Both of these mean the place of the skull. He was crucified in a place that points to your head because leader, the battle, the warfare, everything you've been going through is in your head. Listen, this is why the first thing they did was put a crown of thorns on his head. Why? Because the breaking and the breakthrough have to happen first in your head. And when he laid down his life and gave up the ghost, the Bible records that the veil was torn, but the veil was not torn from the bottom to the top. The veil was torn from the top to the bottom. Why? Because before you can walk it out, the access, the breaking, the breakthrough, the healing has to start in your mind or your head first. When a baby is born, a baby comes out head first. It is considered unnatural. It's considered a breach if the baby tries to come out feet first. God said, before you walk through this new door, this new season, this new opportunity, before your feet hit the ground, you've got to get it right in your head first. You ought to say, I'm coming out 
and I'm going in head first. I am coming out and I'm going in head first. The Bible says that when the angel shows up in the prison, in this portion of scripture, the first thing the angel does is shine light in a dark cell. Why? Why does he shine light in a dark cell around Peter? Because before anything else, there has to be revelation. Your ability to open the next door, your ability to walk through that breakthrough begins with the light shining in your head first. First, there has to be revelation. This is why Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Meaning, whether you think you can or you think you cannot, you are already right. If you think you can, you're right. If you think you cannot, you're right. The first thing the angel does is shine light in the prison. Why? Because light reveals what's already been there. When you go into your living room and you flip the light switch on, did the light put your furniture in the living room? Of course it didn't. What the light did was reveal what has already been there. I'm trying to tell somebody that the breakthrough, the deliverance, the healing is already there, but the light has to shine here first in your head because you've got to see it before you see it. The future belongs to those who can see it. Leader, can you see it? You've got to see yourself healed. You've got to see yourself delivered. You've got to see your family whole. Listen, do you see it, leader? After the angel shines the light, he does something strange. The Bible says that the angel hit Peter. Why did he hit Peter? Because Peter is not just in prison. He's also in chains. He is already confined to a small place. But on top of that, his movement is restricted. So on his right and on his left, he is chained to two soldiers that are guarding him. So his life is confined. And now he's chained to people whose sole purpose is to keep him stuck in the same place. So everything around him is designed to restrict his movements, to keep him in that state long enough until they can ultimately kill him. And in the midst of all this, Peter has got the nerve to go to sleep. And so the angel hits him. Why? Because Peter has gotten way too comfortable in a dysfunctional situation. Let me tell you an uncomfortable truth. The truth is sometimes God will hurt you to promote you. Sometimes God will demote you to elevate you because God is looking at your life and he says, you've gotten way too comfortable in this dysfunction. I'm talking to some people right now who hear my voice, who have had to go through all manner of hell just to live. And you're here to get your mind right, to be able to go back and step into what you have to face once you get off this podcast, life is waiting on you. But I've come to tell you that the reason all this has been crumbling around you, the reason there is drama around you is because God said you've gotten way too comfortable. You were never supposed to stay in that place. The place was only supposed to be a bridge to get you to your next place. The worst thing you can do is to make permanent that which was supposed to be temporary. Did you hear what I said? The worst thing you can do, leader, is to make permanent that which was supposed to be temporary. So God said, Elijah, I want you to go to the brook because I've commanded the ravens to feed you at the brook. Elijah goes to the brook. The ravens feed him there. He has water, bread, and meat at the brook. But after a while, the Bible says the brook dried up. 
wait, God, you mean you send me to a place? I did what you wanted me to do. I went to the place. And then over time, you mean the brook dried up? You gave me this job. I didn't really want this job in the first place. And now they're tripping like this on me. You brought this joker into my life and I opened my heart and I opened my home. And now why would you bring me to the brook and then dry the brook up? Elijah, Peter, it's because you got way too comfortable in a dysfunctional situation. Yeah, you were eating at the brook, but all you were eating was what the ravens could fit in their mouth. All you were getting were scraps of meat, scraps of bread. So God said, I had to dry the brook up because it was not my will for you to live the rest of your life on scraps. I don't know who this is for, but God said no more scraps, no more scraps of a man, no more scraps of a woman, no more scraps of a job, no more scraps of a ministry, no more scraps of a, of a, of a church. There is nothing in the will of God for his children to live off of scraps. We serve a God who is more than enough. We serve a God that can do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ever ask, think, or imagine. Now, the angel shines light in a dark prison. That's revelation. The angel strikes Peter. That's affliction. But then the angel says, stand up. Now, leader, that's resurrection. So we go from revelation to affliction to resurrection. Everything else the angel did for him, the angel shined the light. The angel hits him. But this one, Peter's got to do on his own. God sends the angel into the prison and says, Peter, I know that you are still in prison, but stand up. I know you're still in chains, but stand up. I know you're in a messed up situation, but stand up. God brought me here on this podcast and you tuned into it today prophetically, divinely unctioned by God. And I've come to tell you, leader, stand up because whatever is over you defines you and whatever defines you limits you. What God means, I don't care what it is. I don't care how many times you had to cry yourself to sleep. I don't care how difficult it is. Uh, You better put some strength in your back plant your feet, square your shoulders, and stand up. You ought to tell yourself, look yourself in the rearview mirror if you're driving. Look yourself in the mirror at your home. Turn on your camera on your phone or on your uh, tablet and look at yourself in the eye and tell yourself, stand up. Don't you dare give up. Don't you dare wave the white flag. You've got to stand up in this season. God said he's given you revelation because you've been through the affliction. And now, You've got to stand up. Listen, as you read this scripture that I've given you, you'll find out that several doors Peter had to open on his own. They went through the first and the second door. But when they got to the third door, something began to happen. What am I trying to tell you? Is that if you can get through the first attack against your purpose and get past the expectations of people, You're getting ready to step through a door that you ain't going to have to open by yourself. I I dare you to say over your life, something is shifting right now. You are not going to have to chase this one down. You're getting ready to step through a door that's going to blow all your haters' minds. You're about to go through this door, but you're going to have to go through it head first. Listen, leader, 
I don't know who who's tuning in today uh, or, or what you're going through right now, but I do know that God is opening a brand new door, a brand new opportunity. And in this opportunity, you are going to have to walk through this thing head first. You're going to have to believe what God said. You're going to have to get your mind right. You're going to have to get out of that stinking thinking. You're going to have to get out of that terrible relationship. You're going to have to get out of that draining friendship. You're going to have to get out of that ministry that don't feed you nothing. You're going to have to stop saying staying somewhere just because because your grandfather laid the cornerstone and your grandmama used to make pies to sell to be able to pay for the roof on the church. Listen, don't be tied to somewhere that's not taking you to your next level. Get out of those dead, dry places. Get your mind right because this next season, this next door, this next opportunity, you've got to go through it head first. So you've got to get your head right. Some of you are already doing that. You're going through this thing head first. I'm so proud of you, leader. Thank you for joining me today on On Purpose with Lane Sites, where my purpose is to get you into purpose on purpose. Leader, I could go on for hours about this subject of going through head first, but you you get the gist of what I'm saying. And I hope that it's helped to shift something for your next level, your next opportunity, your next moment, because God is opening something for you that's going to blow your mind. Not only your mind, those who've talked about you, those who've run you down, those who've said all kind of manner of evil about you, let them keep talking. It's free advertisement. Leader, if you're ever in the uh, Gadsden, Alabama area, come see us at Lane Sites Ministries Global Apostolic Center. That's 209 Gilbert Ferry Road, Suite 4, Atala, Alabama, 35954. Every Tuesday night, we have LEAP Leadership. LEAP is an acronym standing for Leaders Excelling and Advancing on Purpose. And that's what we do. We go to our next level on purpose. We don't fall into our next level. We don't skip into our next level or trip into our next level. We go into our next level on purpose. That's every Tuesday night, 515 for prayer, six promptly for the word, for the teaching. And I've been teaching like a madman lately. You want to be in this place. Friday nights are the, is the culmination service of our week. It's called Friday Fire. Begins at 6.30 p.m. with intercession. And I'm talking about rooting up, tearing down, building back up, being the gatekeepers that God has called us to this region. We believe in that, what they call old-fashioned intercession. I believe it's nowadays intercession. But we start with that at 6.30, and then we go right into the service around 7, 7.15. Whatever God says, that's what we want to do apostolic acceleration, apostolic activation, prophetic release, powerful praise and worship. It's all in the house. You do not want to miss it, but I do want to tell you, get here early. The seats, the place have been packing out and we are at this time at limited seating. Uh, Not because some virus, but we're limited seating because we're in a building that we've outgrown already until God gives us our next one. Get here early. You do not want to miss it. Check out all my podcasts as you check this one out today. Scroll back through the others and see if one of those won't bless your life too. Listen, until next time, leader, until we see you, hopefully we see your face in the place soon. But until next time on this podcast that I do weekly, I just want to let you know I love you. I'm praying for you and I believe in you. You've got this. See you soon. God bless you is my ultimate prayer for you and your family.